This podcast was created by the Arts and Junior Cycle team with fighting words for the Junior Cycle Talks channel. Good morning, Orla. Hi, Emma. Hi, how are you? So, um, Orla, I think what we were hoping to do today, we were just going to have a chat around the POW project, a partnership between Fighting Words and Arts and Junior Cycle, and maybe just give people a bit of insight into what that project was, how it came about, what the aims were, and kind of how did it work, um, and I suppose what next for that project as well. So maybe a good place to start would be just to introduce ourselves and um, the organisations that we work for. Absolutely. So I'm Orla Lahan. I'm the Education Director at Fighting Words. So Fighting Words is a creative writing organisation. We opened in January 2009. So um, we're over 10 years on the go at this stage. Uh, the uh, Our first centre um, was the Dublin Centre and we were co-founded by uh, Sean Love and Roddy Doyle. And when we opened, um, we opened with the, the aim of running free creative writing workshops for what started off initially when we opened, it was mostly focused on school groups. So primary school groups in the mornings and then secondary school groups in the afternoon. But in since then, we've grown, we, we expanded pretty rapidly, actually. And we started running programs outside of school groups. So evening programs, weekend programs, summer camps. And we work with people from all ages, from age about four, right up to um, we've had some retired dock workers in with us recently and other groups. And um, we've worked in with nursing homes in different places. So we really do span all ages. And when we say creative writing, it's creative writing in a very broad sense. So short stories, fiction, poetry, but songwriting, graphic fiction, um, playwriting is very popular. So any kind of writing really uh, we're open to. So all of our programs are free of charge and we have a number of locations all across the island of Ireland. So we're and that continues to expand. So due to demand, um, we're, we're opening more locations around the, the country. And ultimately, we would love to be able to provide a space and an opportunity for all children and indeed everyone in Ireland to be able to access programmes like the ones we run at Fighting Words. And we partner with a lot of other arts organisations. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have some shared partners. So um, my name's Emma Gallagher. I am an associate for Arts and Junior Cycle. Arts and Junior Cycle is a team within JCT. JCT is Junior Cycle for Teachers, which is a support service of the Department of Education and Skills, um, tasked with providing support around the Junior Cycle framework um, specifically. And then Arts and Junior Cycle within that is kind of looking at um, marrying kind of the arts and the curriculum the, and particularly the framework for Junior Cycle. So I suppose if we consider like kind of how the project came about. We have always worked very closely with teachers and partners very closely with them um, and on one project in particular that we run every year with transition year groups um, we have one transition year class come in for the full school year and they come in once a week um, and during the workshops on on that day uh, the the students work on drafting redrafting editing uh, their own short stories so they're really brought through the process but not only of writing and rewriting the pieces they also are brought through the whole process of publishing a collection of short stories uh so that's um you know from when they come in on the first day and they start a workshop and they're 
they're maybe writing, giving it a go for, for the first time, right up to um, working with editors, with cover designers. Um, they, they get to, you know, come up with ideas for the cover and the designer will work on them and go away and come back. Um, and then they, we go to the printers, they see their book being printed. And at the end of it, they have a book of short stories that they have written. Um, and they organize a, a launch in the school and the books go, you know, they're for sale in, in bookstores and whatnot. So this was one of our, it, it's been a really key program for us from the beginning. And I think that's kind of what, what sprung, you know, between us working more closely with um, groups like yourselves within formal education and uh, offering workshops for teachers and things like that. So sort of marrying that idea, the work we started to do on some one day workshops but then how could we expand that that link and that connection and that work yeah I think absolutely like that was kind of um when we started looking at it I mean our, our kind of tradition maybe within arts and junior cycle over the years has been for one day workshops and we would have kind of initially started to look at that but um kind of would have had an idea that maybe there was an opportunity to look at how can we provide a more long-term experience because of the nature of the portfolio. So I would have been obviously from the English perspective very aware that there was a portfolio to be created over an 18-month period um, that would be sustained and that, you know, you have that draft and redraft and polishing for publication, publication experience in in the way we can do it in a classroom, which is specific to the environment. But um, And to kind of say, where are the opportunities for teachers to connect themselves with what that feels like? Because there may not have been, I know certainly for myself, I would have had limited experience of kind of living with pieces of work over time and kind of bringing them to a point of of saying, okay, that's ready to be published. And if I had had them, it probably would have been quite a while ago, you know, so to try and reconnect maybe with that. Yeah. And then kind of, I mean, I think kind of what was exciting was the opportunity to provide um, something quite personal, something that was professionally relevant, but personally beneficial for teachers. And I think the book project model that you had, it just made perfect sense to kind of say, well, is that the model to 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 provide the opportunity for teachers and kind of the ways in which it would be adapted for teachers? What we might do is we might talk a little bit about Scintillate, which was the other, which was the day long sure. workshop. Um, so kind of scintillate would have been the maybe our initial conversation was around scintillate. And then, of course, we, we went broader and, and started looking at POW. But scintillate was um, maybe a one day introduction to the fighting words model. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. So um, we had uh, a number of really great workshops and the way we uh, chose to, to run them was when the, the teachers came to the workshop venue, we'd start by hosting a a fighting words creative writing workshop. So the kind of workshop that we would do with a group of teenagers, a group of secondary school students when they come in to fighting words. Um, so for the first part of the, mor- the morning, teachers were really brought through that. And it wasn't simply a case of, here's an example of what we do. It was like, no, here's what we do and you are the participants for the morning. So for the first part of the session, the teachers worked together uh, to come up with story ideas. You know, we we gave them a little prompt and two of them um, would get up and uh, have a conversation based on a situation we'd give them. And then working together using a projection screen, uh, the group had to kind of work, to, work together really to, to come up with the story, what was happening, kind of flesh out the characters a little bit. Um, 
And it was typically a lot of fun. There were some um, interesting scenarios arose and we got to great points where people were arguing over what might happen next. And so in our workshops, we spent some time working together as a group, collaborative work, coming up with the beginning part of the story. Um, And, you know, in many cases, there can be long discussions over individual words or, you know, characters who would say what and how would they say it. Uh, but once we spend some time working together, then everyone gets a chance to develop the story in the way that they want to. So everyone brings the story in off in their own direction. So it was it was typically about two hours in total. So with the first part group work and then time to actually sit and individually write your own ending to the story. And um, at, at, at the workshops, a number of the teachers actually very kindly shared their work at the end and happily read out what they'd been working on, which is always really interesting because even though you start working together with from this one starting point, it's lovely to hear how different people have, you know, imagined what happens next and captured that. Uh, so the, the focus there was really on... Um, the teachers having to sit and do that piece of writing um, themselves. And in many cases, they are teachers who have brought groups into fighting words. They're not unfamiliar with the model, but maybe they've never actually experienced it themselves other than being a teacher in the room, sort of observing what their students are doing. Um, so that I think that was a, a really key point to have that experience of sitting and writing and then sharing your work. Um, and then in the afternoon, uh, we actually worked with um, uh, a handful of teachers who um, came to the, the workshops and spoke about their own experience at Fighting Words. So teachers that we've been working with for quite a while, who bring groups in regularly, who have often been involved in some of our longer term projects. And they were able to speak really well about you know, the experience they had in doing that, but also how it fed into their classroom experience and how they brought that in to the classroom. I think there's something in exactly what you said there, actually, about like, there's. I've been the teacher in the room while the students are having the experience. Yeah. And, and I've been the teacher. I was participant as well as kind of doing the JCT lead on this project. I was participant in it. And it, it, it's a very different experience. Um, so we might consider then POW. So we might talk people through because they mightn't be familiar with how it went about. So we set it up as a pilot project because we yeah. weren't sure if it would work. Do you want to speak to that? Sure. Well, I think the the biggest maybe difference or tweak was the the number of sessions Um essentially the workshops themselves we kept them as close to the model and what we would typically do as as possible and we started off uh you know with a standard workshop that we would do with any secondary school group that comes in or and other groups um I'm, I'm referring to the secondary school groups given that the the group of teachers involved are are all secondary school teachers and the particular focus was on junior cycle uh it was really wondering i think the the biggest question at the outset was probably um do do teachers who are very busy and have a lot going on already um are they in a position to commit to coming in to fighting words um, during the evening after a day's work, and how how often can we really can we realistically ask them to do that? Uh, so we it wasn't where with our school groups it would typically be a weekly engagement. Um, 
this was, uh, it wasn't quite weekly. It was sometimes twice a month, sometimes once a month and, you know, with holidays and different things. Uh, so there were fewer workshops. Um, a lot of the time at the beginning was devoted very much to just, just using the time to write. So trying to give people that time and space to write and you'd be in a room with other people who are also writing um, and one of the one of the things that's really great at fighting words is our our teams of volunteers the volunteer support that's available so we had a a small team of volunteers um engage with this project um and it was the same the same group of volunteers four volunteers for the duration of the project so as people started getting drafts down on paper and kind of reaching a point where they had their ideas. Um, I think what worked really well was the volunteer engagement, you know, having someone else look at your story, chat to you about your piece of work, um, whether it was a story or in this case, a poem, a play. Uh, there's a not really nice variety in the book. Uh, as the workshops went on, um, we had an editor, Kira Dorley. Uh, she came in. Um, Kira works in Hachette, and she was able to talk a little bit about the editing process and very kindly gave editorial comments on all of the pieces. Um, this project, like many other things in the world currently, was affected by the by a global pandemic. I think the the evening that um, of lockdown, we were due to when lockdown started, we were actually due to have. A workshop and meet the cover designer Louise who's done a brilliant job um it was just uh we didn't actually get to meet her in person and discuss the ideas um but she was able to to continue that remotely um but really essentially I think the the program was about being in a time and space where you can focus on your writing you're with a group of people it was a very supportive environment so I think all the participants were supportive of one another and also um the volunteer support was was great just to have that um, and I think that really meant a lot to a lot of participants I think so yeah I think definitely um being able to write and express and, and the value of it beyond sort of just um in the English classroom. I think it was kind of valuable, all the stories we heard and, and the ways in which that has unfolded up until now. I think the volunteers definitely, I like, as I say, I mean, for, I think for a lot of people, like probably the last time they wrote was when they were in the school themselves or if they did something in college, maybe a module in college or if they did whatever beyond that. But outside of that, they may not have had the experience. And if they had the experience, they may have been writing but they may not have known whether they were going to have an audience or not. Yeah. So I think there was real value in in writing for an audience, you know, and in, in the in getting the feedback then. And and I suppose then from a junior cycle perspective, when you consider what we talk in formative assessment around the value of feedback, to be and, and often the role we have is we give feedback and you sort of you identify with that role. Um and then to be in the position of receiving feedback on something that you've put out with all good faith and you, you think is is OK, you think, you know, and to receive yeah. feedback. I think that's something maybe that teachers reflected on to the vulnerability of the whole process. Definitely, definitely. And there were there were for sure interesting conversations around those ideas. I think a lot of teachers were um, enjoying having the time to focus on on this, to come in somewhere and be able to write um, for a couple of hours at a time. Um, but also 
they were clearly thinking about how this relates to the the classroom and what you know what it might mean there and some teachers were speaking about you know sharing the process and their writing with their students and feeling quite vulnerable in in doing so you know um so i think it it may have been a nice kind of just different different role maybe or yeah an an interesting way of sharing your own work and your own writing with a group of students because it's never easy to share something you've put so much into um it, it can be a difficult thing to do you know absolutely I think there's um I think that was definitely a, ben- a benefit was was that definite audience and then the potential to have a, a wider audience so now kind of I think one of the things that bubbled up is a sense of a community of that if you were to continue writing well beyond the project that you would be able to make contact with a group of kind of up to 20 people who, who understand and would be willing to read for for read your piece for you and offer you some feedback if you wanted it and who kind of understand what it is to do this I think that's really lovely yeah. to to kind of create that and again it's that blend of personal professional development it's like yes this is relevant to the classroom but it's also relevant as an individual for yourself if if you want to develop your writing further or even if you just want to do it for your own enjoyment um but to know that there are people who would who would support you and who would provide you with some feedback something i noticed i was looking um through the book is that like we have quite a spread of participants so we had Mm -hmm. two jcsp librarians who participated as well and their role within a school and their role in supporting junior cycle um is is really important and they've probably borne witness you know to a number of various projects that have gone on in the school so for them to have the experience themselves and move into through this project I think was just such a boost for us um within the project and to, to have their reflections on it and then we also had an education officer um from the NCCA so I think that's another benefit of the very I mean it was a very diverse project I think that's even in the pieces you can see that yeah, the pieces are very varied, which is is really lovely. And um, I mean, like you were saying earlier, there were definitely there were people in the room with all sorts of um, backgrounds when it came to writing. Let's say, you know, I was chatting to participants who were saying, "I haven't done anything like this since I did my leaving cert." And then there's people who have been working on writing and have had a couple of publications, and th- you know, so um, while people had different levels of engagement, what's great about a space like Fighting Words is it. I think that sort of falls away in some ways. You know, there's no, here's the expert or here's someone who, you know, everyone, once they're in the room, uh, the process is, you know, the time and space is the same for everyone. And people might approach their writing in different ways or, you know, and that's fine. Um, We don't have, you know, we certainly don't sort of say, this is how you should do it or this is the way to write something. It's more about giving people um, the time and the space, but also the support to to figure that out and to to see how they write and what what they want to write about. So you really see that there's such a variety of pieces. There's different styles. Um, like I said, there's some uh, there's poetry. There's short pieces of fiction. There's a couple of short plays. Um, so it's quite, I think it's actually a really exciting collection of stories. And even the the pieces themselves are different. Like from from diff- the perspective of very different characters. I know just from conversations and we'll probably hear it later on when the, when the teachers are speaking but um the uh 
in the conversations was definitely something people were reflecting where they were like, do you know what? I probably don't do enough of this, of just saying, just right, no great kind of pressure, no particular genre being defined, no, but here's space and time and just see what comes to you over the time. Um, I think that that's po- something that definitely that people said in the room was like, oh God, it's it, it, it could be this simple, like that just there's mm. a need for space and time. Like not everyone coming to the workshops in the Fighting Words Centre was was local to the area. You know, people were were traveling a distance after working all day. Um, and I think that just does show the level of commitment people had to the project. And you know, you know then I suppose when people had to go away and sort of complete their their final drafts alone at home, but everyone everyone saw the process through. You know, I got final drafts from everyone um which was really great it's a real testament to the the people who signed up to to the program but i think everyone who who has a piece in the book should be so proud of the work that they put in you know because you know it's it's sort of hard to believe that uh you know we just started back in november um everyone came to fighting words for one evening for a workshop where you know that's where things started ideas started to bloom and between then and now global pandemic and everything else that that came (laughs) that came along the way and people have gone through you know we had various uh submission times so you know submit the first draft submit a second draft and then submit the the final draft and everyone did that and that that's a lot of work it's not an easy thing to do as well to to finish a story and hand it over for publication. So um, I hope that everyone involved in the project is really proud of the work that they've put in. So how do we now celebrate this work? And I suppose this podcast is part of that. Um, yes. And there's a few other things in the pipeline. So would you like to speak yeah, to that? Yeah, we're hoping to, um, what we're hoping to do is find ways to share parts of the work online. Um, so we have some readers at uh, signed up they're going to do some audio recordings so we'll be able to put some audio extracts of the pieces online um and hopefully you know share them and we'll share some photos of the of the book itself as soon as it's it's printed so everyone gets gets to see that there is a book and it exists and um we'll look at other ways of what we can what we can share on online and how we can just I suppose make people aware that this work exists and it's worth reading I think it's important to celebrate these things so we will be distributing the actual physical book through the education centres. So if people want to get their hands on it, their local education centre should be able to help them out by moving some of the pieces online. I mean, I'm kind of excited in a way about it because I think it it opens up a sort of limitless audience, doesn't it? You know, it really does. It really does. Yeah. I think a, a kind of a nice offshoot of what has happened over the last few months is starting to really consider inclusion and starting to really consider different ways of representing work, different ways of representing um, things so that they become more inclusive. So I think it's really nice if we have yeah, those audio versions sure. to also consider yeah. other means of representation. And then for me, with it kind of JCT and Junior Cycle Framework, when we look at the assessments, 
you know, when we look at the range of assessments, it's about providing as many different opportunities and different means of representation um, and engagement as possible. So there's something, a kind of a kismet maybe <laughs> about the whole thing of of providing different means of engaging with the work. So you have physical book, uh, digital book, and then also the audio pieces. Um, I think there's actually a richness that maybe we wouldn't have come to only for the circumstances that emerged. That's it, yeah. I think it, it is really interesting that maybe it, it is something else for programme participants to think about, um, particularly as they move forward in their own teaching. Uh, yeah, how how you share work, how you publish work. Um, and particularly, I think, you know, we have all been spending a lot more time online recently than we probably have ever, maybe. Um, so there are, it does open up um, interesting conversations and interesting avenues for what's possible. Yeah, I think so. So what next then? Well, what happens next? What next? Um, <laughs> watch this space. Uh, I think this is a really, really fabulous project that we would love to see rolled out again. Um, whether it will look exactly the same, we don't know. Um, we are talking about possibilities for for something from from the autumn and working on what that might look like. So look, I just want to say thanks a million to you. It has been an absolute privilege um to to ha- to lead this with you in terms of being the JCT person on it, but it really as a participant it has just been so eye-opening. I've learned so much um from the my fellow participants on the program as well, like just um learning so much from other people's work, other people's approach, from their reflections on their classrooms and, and their practice. Um, but definitely, I don't think this project would look the way it looks or um, be the way it has been without you. So just a massive thanks to yourself, Orla, to everybody at Fighting Words who has been so helpful to us. It's definitely, it's exciting to think of what's possible um and it was such an enjoyable project to to be a part of i'm really excited that the book has you know is is coming to print now um and that everyone will will very soon have a copy of their book in their in their hands um and indeed yeah exciting possibilities for the future i think you can listen to audio extracts of the stories from visions and revisions in the arts and junior cycle section of jct.ie and on fightingwords.ie You can pick up a copy of Visions and Revisions in your local education centre. The POW project was a partnership between Fighting Words and Arts and Junior Cycle under the Creative Ireland programme 2017-2022.